0: From Bottom Line Technologies. The payment landscape is changing. We all know this. But do we know how it will affect the organizations around us? Hello, I'm Rich Williams, host of the Payments Podcast. And today I'm joined by Gaurav Tiwari, commercial product lead on open banking initiatives and request to pay, to discuss how these services will work and what benefits they could bring. Hello, Gaurav.
1: Hello, Rich. Thanks for having me here.
0: Thanks for joining us. Now, if we briefly start on the changes to the payment landscape, we've all witnessed recently the rollout of open banking. Now, what have we noticed from this already specifically with respect to payments?
1: All right. So open banking is going to have a certain kind of regulated entities called payment initiation service providers. And these regulated entities can trigger payments from consumers' bank account into a third party account or into a business's bank account. So in simple terms, with the invent of open banking, businesses can use PISPs to collect payments directly from consumer's bank account on a digital checkout. And what
0: else can we expect to see in the near future?
1: So open banking has been a really very powerful tool and it requires more value added services around it to become a huge success. And what uh, Pay.UK is doing in UK, in next two, three years, we should expect to see a gradual rollout of new payments architecture. And this is going to be the biggest change UK has seen since 1960s. And you would ask me why, why such a big change? And the reason is things are changing. Um, We have connected devices, smart homes, voice activated payments, and you name it. And three day clearing cycle doesn't fit these use cases. Payments got to work with the modern technologies such as APIs. The backbone of new payments architecture is going to be a core settlement layer, which will allow immediate push payments. So as part of new payments architecture, we are also going to see some overlay services. And one of them called request to pay is almost here. Request to pay overlay service works as well with the current payment infrastructure as it will with the new payments architecture when available.
0: Okay, so we have a situation where the world is changing around us and these new services are geared up to help modernize the way payments are made. Now you touched upon two specific payment collection initiatives there um, paying direct from a bank account and request to pay. Could you explain the difference for us please?
1: Absolutely. So, before we look at the difference, let's first look at the similarity between two. So, both work on the same principle. That is, request for payment from one party to another, if approved by the payer, will result into immediate push payment. And that's very different from the current-day pull-based payment mechanisms of uh, cards and direct debits, which work on static upfront mandate. Open Banking Payment Initiation Service is the core payment service that will enable businesses to collect payments from consumers at the point of, for example, digital checkouts without uh, having to use cards. Whereas, Request to Pay is an overlay messaging service. It is launched by pay.uk and it is set of standards for messages that are linked to payments. It is completely payment method agnostic. However, it is going to leverage the open banking core payment initiation service in a very big way.
0: Okay, thanks for clearing that up for us, Gaurav. I know it was something confusing a lot of people in the industry. Um, Now, you mentioned their digital checkout as a specific use case for the open banking initiative. Could you provide an example for request to pay?
1: All right, so uh, Request2Pay, as I said, is an overlay service and is currently mainly targeted towards regular bill payments. Uh, For for example, utilities to collect payments uh, from their consumers. But the service itself is versatile. It's generic enough uh, to be used for other use cases in future. For example, business-to-business payments, invoice-based payments and many other use cases.
0: And what are the benefits of businesses from adopting these new payment collection methods?
1: There are many benefits of new payment collection methods over existing payment mechanisms and it depends on the specific type of business and use cases. To name a few, uh, reduced fraud, reduced uh, chargebacks, improved reconciliation, immediacy of the funds availability and better information about the transactions and that will result in the improved customer service.
0: And that leads me nicely on to the next question, which is, what are the benefits for the consumers or the customers for these new collection methods?
1: One major benefit, which I forgot to mention, is a reduced cost of payments and operations for the businesses. That's really important. Consumers also get benefited with these new payment collection methods. They can keep control of their finances. They can have a look at the balance in the account before they authorise the payment. They have a simple payment experience. They don't have to type in the long card details on the checkout. Um, And request to pay service also offers them flexible payment options.
0: So how are these benefits going to be realised by businesses?
1: Alright, so let's focus on each key benefit. Uh, First, the reduced costs. Currently, uh, businesses have to pay uh, payment card costs and interchange fees. And no such fees are applied to open banking-based payments. Reduced fraud because the consumer authenticates each and every transaction through secure customer authentication. Improved reconciliation because reference number is populated in each and every transaction and that allows 100% automatic reconciliation. And as part of these ISO 222 messaging, uh, rich information flows through payment messages that allows businesses to have better customer insights and in return that facilitates uh, improved customer relationships. Request to pay service also offers some additional valuable benefits. For example, businesses can deliver electronic invoices to their consumers, saving them the cost of paper. They can efficiently chase customers for the pending bills, for the late payments, and uh, therefore improving their customer service. The businesses can improve the cash flow.
0: You did touch upon um, improved customer service there, but what are the reasons should consumers or customers have to, to be excited about these changes?
1: Uh, Great questions, Um, unless we deliver the value to the last end user in the chain, benefits won't be realized and the services won't be successful. Uh, With request to pay service, consumers get greater control. They have got a greater visibility of all the requests to pay from different billers coming coming to them. They can manage their finances better. Um, They can do all of this through one app and they can possibly query a bill Pay parts, request to pay later, all of this flexibility is given to the consumers.
0: And what's the need for this request to pay overlay service? What's driving it?
1: Right. And as I've said, you know, businesses these days, particularly where margins are low, need to control the cost of um, uh, payments, cost of uh, manual intervention and reconciliation. Um, if I give you one statistics, forty-two um, percent of the consumers have experienced their direct debit bounced at least once, and this is a no-win situation. Uh, consumers uh, may face penalty charges, bad credit, or and businesses have to chase consumers for the late payments and have to um, incur extra costs. Now, if you look at the consumer side, there's more need than ever for payments that suit their lifestyle. Today's self-employment is on the rise. Um, millennials are hooked to the apps or digital applications to manage their finances.
0: Oh, that's interesting. So the new overlay services or these new payment initiatives will not only help to facilitate making that initial payment, but there'll also be a knock-on effect to the businesses of being able to chase or manage their bad debt by having increased transactional analysis and increased customer uh, experience?
1: Absolutely. So could you imagine that utility companies have more than £2 billion of bad debt towards the consumers? So businesses need efficient ways to collect uh, money, efficient ways to chase consumers and at the same time maintaining the good relationship with the consumers. Uh, so, so we need new payment innovations that suit consumers' lifestyle and can work with their irregular income pattern.
0: So how will the payment initiation service work practically at a digital checkout, for example?
1: All right. So uh, merchants uh, will use uh, regulated service providers on the likes of bottom line to request for payment from consumers' bank and consumer will authenticate with their bank, authorise the payment, and payment will be done at the checkout. Behind the scene, consumer's bank will send the payment status to the regulated service provider, who in turn can follow that status to the business to fulfil the goods and services.
0: Okay, and what about the same example but for request to pay?
1: Request to pay, you could imagine like... messaging service such as emails or texts. So request to pay will be delivered by mainly two service providers. One is business facing service providers, another is consumer facing service providers. And business facing service providers will use an will use an interface to send these requests for payments to their consumers. And that interface will be provided by the Pay.UK accredited suppliers such as bottom line. So on the other hand, consumers can receive these requests in their app of choice. It, this app could be provided by banks and fintechs. They just need to download any Pay.UK accredited app to receive these requests and make payments from these apps or request for some flexible options within from within these apps
0: and what types of businesses will use these services Gaurav
1: oh absolutely yes Um, uh, utilities and other regular service providers telecom service providers business to business invoice payments um, and even loan providers who need to collect the payments regularly from the consumers
0: And moving on to request to pay, it seems that these are arguably most useful for businesses making regular collections such as utilities.
1: I'm glad you asked this question, Rich. Uh, There has been some confusion about it in the industry. Direct debits are very important, cost-effective and preferred payment collection methods for many, many businesses today. And request to pay is in no way designed to replace direct debits. It will rather complement direct debits giving consumers more choices of making payments and giving businesses more choices to collect payments because one size doesn't fit all some businesses find direct debits working some businesses will find a combination of direct debits and request to pay working for them we expect direct debits to continue even after the full rollout of new payments architecture in three four years of time only thing that will be different will be that they will be processed Differently to make them easier, faster, and more secure.
0: So, what happens to direct debits, which some businesses really like to use as this primary, regular payment method? um, Do these services present a a risk or replacement, or do they work in parallel somehow?
1: All right. Um, So, in the UK, um, organisations are changing their product offerings to suit to the needs of today's market. For example, they are offering flexible direct debit schedules to their consumers. Uh, payment initiation service providers like Bottomline are integrating with all the UK banks to offer the digital checkout experience to the merchants.
0: So it's complementary service. It's not uh, in place of or a threat to direct debits at all. Absolutely. I think that would be uh, encouraging for a lot of the listeners we have on today. So finally, uh, let's end on what's actually being done in this space right now in in the UK and around the world, please.
1: Fintechs, including Bottomline, banks and some billers are joining the Pay.UK pilot on request to pay to complete it by September this year and then launching their live service from that point onwards. If we look outside in the Europe, EBA has very recently decided to set up a task force to develop the request to pay like service in the Europe. Um, that's very encouraging. Um, if you look out further then for example in India, monthly payment transactions on an open banking type of service rose from zero to 800 million in just three years. That's the kind of success India achieved in terms of open banking payments. Australia's BPAY is a hugely popular way of receiving the electronic bills and paying them with flexible options, exactly like request to pay. So we have seen lots of examples all around the world where these services have been successful.
0: And where do you personally see the future of this going? Where's the the limit for this?
1: All right, I think only the future can decide the limit. I strongly feel a request to pay along with open banking initiatives offer a great opportunity to transform this industry. Businesses have shown tremendous interest in open banking payment services at their digital checkout.
0: Fantastic. So there are clearly lots of benefits here, not only for the banks and the fintechs, but all the way down to the consumers and end users as well. Gorav, once again, thank you very much for your time today. That was really insightful.
1: Thank you very much, Rich. It was great talking to you.
0: So that's all we have time for in this episode. But in the meantime, you can listen to more episodes on all things payments at the touch of a button using your preferred provider. And we'll see you all next time. The Payments Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.